If I could describe to get my life tour in one word, it would be vulnerability. Showing up for yourself is so important. Welcome to the Get My Life Tour. I'm your host, Lydia T. Blanca. Hey y'all and welcome to the Get My Life Tour. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am so excited that you decided to show up for yourself and take center stage in your life. I am so pumped because there is just so much happening with the Get My Life Tour. And every time you tune in, you download, subscribe, share, comment, like what is going on here on the Get My Life Tour. It is something that I do not take lightly. So I just want to thank you for your continued support. It has been over a year and I cannot believe that we are about to enter the third season of the Get My Life Tour. You know, so many people ask me about the breakdown of the show and how things work. But honestly, I just like to keep this cadence right where on one stop of the tour, I'm taking center stage with someone else, a guest who is incredible. And then on the other stop of the tour, I take center stage by myself. So I am so, I'm so grateful. Okay. And I was thinking about what it was that I was going to speak about for quite some time on this stop of the tour. And I actually stumbled upon a Bible verse that really resonated with me, um, just given where I am and just me being a lover of the word and having this idea about loss. I think given the pandemic, so many tragedies that I've been um, exposed to or have learned about have really hit me they've hit me differently than they've hit before, right? I think during this time we were all, you know, sheltered in place and practicing social distancing and everything else in between, right? It seems like senses have been heightened, right? Um, The things that we're sensitive to have been heightened. I'll just speak for myself. I honestly believe that my, my, my senses have been heightened during this time. Uh, and I keep thinking about the loss and what all of it means. And I am also focusing on the abundance of what I do have, right? So the abundance of love, the abundance of support, the abundance of flexibility, the abundance of like breath in my body. I consider it a blessing, right? To be healthy and breathing and, and thriving during this time is not something to be taken for granted. But I was doing some research late at night. Eyes were burning. It had already been a full day at work. Um, and I stumbled upon a Bible verse. And I want to share it with you. And it's from Joel 2, 25. Um, I'm saying um because I'm really just thinking about what this verse did for me during that time when I was reading it. And here it is. Joel 2, 25. 
I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. I'll read it again. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten. You know, when I think about loss, when I think about abundance, when I think about just life, I I remember how restorative it is to have faith and hope and believe, right? I think about all of the things that have been lost over this time. And honestly, this verse serves as a reminder for me that what has been removed will return, right? What has been taken, you know, will be returned. It will be restored. I I really appreciate, you know, um, the emphasis, right, on the locusts, right? I was thinking about this and I began to have a conversation with my sister and I told her, I was like, you know, the locusts can be so many things. I believe there are so many um, things or people or spaces who <laughs> or that become locusts, like locusts. I feel like it's a really difficult word for me to say, maybe because I am you know, really excited about this and it's also quite late, right? Or whatever the case may be. Anyways, right? I believe that there are things that serve as locusts in our lives. They eat at things, they come in at inconvenient times and they are very predatory by nature, right? They are just very invasive and no one wants to, you know, experience having locusts eat away at what it is that they've been working towards for so long, right? Biblically speaking, I'm reminded of, you know, times when they would come in in swarms, right, and eat the crops um, and just be a nuisance to those who had to deal with them. And I don't know who may be, you know, experiencing loss, you know, in what form of loss someone may have experienced, but that that verse really uh, did a work on me because there have been so many things during this pandemic that I have experienced, right? The heartbreak, the disappointment, having to let go, but also being able to move forward and look up, right? and taking inventory of everything that I have, right? And in taking inventory, yes, I realize that there are things that have been misplaced and there are things that have been removed, right? And no longer served me. Um, But when I think about the things that the locusts have eaten, right? I, I get excited because I, I've, I am reminded that I will be repaid for the things that they have eaten, right? For me, that is a word, okay? That is truly a word. 2020 has taken so much, okay? Has taken so much. And I know I am not the only person who feels this way, right? There's so much going on in the news around the world and our community. Uh, just so much, 
going on. You know, and we're in this last quarter. People are excited about the start of 2021, right? But there is no telling what that is going to look like, feel like, or entail, right? But I feel like I'm about to do the the preacher thing, right? The good news is, but no, on a real, right? Having the faith that you will be repaid, right? Or what you, um, mm, what has been broken will be restored or what has been taken away will return is something that means a lot to me. It is something that I am holding firmly to at this point in my life. And I really had to lead from that place and share that because so much has been taken away um, with this health crisis, the financial crisis, and just all of the pandemics that we've been living through, right? That we've been overcoming in our personal lives, right? We never know who's been suffering in silence prior to the seven months that have gone past, right? But that, that word excites me. Um, it, it really calls me higher and it helps to position me. It, it makes me feel more grounded, if you will, um, and stand upright in my faith that there is still hope. And that as long as I believe, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get mine. I mean, that's not what the word says, right? But that's just my little interpretation of it, right? I'm going to get what is mine, what is owed to me. You know, my mom used to say something really funny. Um, And I'm going to try to make it make sense, right? But she used to say, as long as I owe you, you'll never be broke. And I thought it was always odd and a little humorous, right? But when I think about that, and someone may be like, Lydia, you reaching, let me stretch before I reach though, right? But when I think about being repaid for what the locusts have eaten, that comes to mind. As long as I owe you, you'll never be broke, right? While, you know, many will say, like, God, the most high, you know, Elohim doesn't owe us anything. There is this beauty in knowing that everything has been paid for, right? Um, And you know how some things are paid in advance, but you have to wait until you get there to receive it. You you see where I'm going with this? Okay. Do you see where I'm going with this? Sometimes you have to get there in order to receive what has been paid for, right? So it's not necessarily... um, that the most high owes us anything, but that just came to mind, right? I, I feel like I, I brought that full circle. Hopefully I did. If I didn't, let me know. But all of that um, had had me thinking this week, and it was something that I really knew that I had to share. I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, Joe to 25. You know, Another thing that I want to really share with you all on this top of the tour is the idea of not focus on focusing on, excuse me, what has been lost. Right. I find myself tuning into the news and listening to different things and just, you know, trying to be so informed so that I can have informed conversations and just know what's going on in the world and what to pray for and, you know, what to, you know, pray against. But 
one of the things that I've been practicing is not to focus on what has been lost, right? Because not, I don't think everything that we experience um, that is not for us is necessarily a loss. I don't think that everything is for us. Therefore, you know, they have to be taken away or we have to have experiences in letting things go. Um, but it is much more powerful, at least to me, to focus on what is being gained as a result of you letting something go or something fleeing from you, right? I think that's really important um, because sometimes we want so much more of something that we don't have or we want to hold on to what is no longer ours and we automatically associate that with loss or failure. And that's not always the case. Sometimes we have to press on and let go and then be grateful, right? I know that sounds like, ah, right? I have had to let so many things go and I feel like so many things have, you know, um, gotten away from me. But as those things continue to you know, become smaller or appear smaller in the distance, I'm able to reevaluate, you know, whatever the situation at hand is and know in my spirit and at my core, like, you know what? It was good while it lasted. That wasn't it. That was, you were, yes, you were supposed to experience that, but it wasn't a loss. It was a learning experience, right? Um, and sometimes we get so stuck on experiencing something where we are. Um, and then we become complacent or so okay with something that we were only supposed to experience. And we don't move forward on our journeys. Look, I really hope that what I'm sharing is helpful because I've been sitting with this and I'm like, okay, this is what I have to dedicate this stop on a tour to because I honestly feel like someone needs to hear this. There's a lot, a lot to make sense of, a lot to experience and then make sense of. So I hope that this is truly <laughs> um, what someone needs. Right. You know, the last thing I want to offer, because I actually do not want to be late. I, fun fact, am in Lake Tahoe right now. So this stop of the tour, I'm in Tahoe, not on the East Coast, but still here on the West Coast. For those who are not familiar, I'm in the mountain area, a mountainous area of California, borderline in Nevada. And there... Oh my gosh, there is this beauty to this place. I feel like being here puts so much into perspective because I'm at a higher elevation. The, the air is crisp, the sky is clear, the water is so blue, and this, the grains uh, of sand are thick and coarse, but also very smooth, right? It's just a relaxing place to be in. Um, 
But I'm here after a very interesting week. Oh, when I say interesting, I mean interesting, right? Um, I'll be very careful in sharing this story, right? But I had an opportunity present itself and I was very excited about it. There was a contract involved and, you know, as someone who is an independent storyteller and, you know, figuring this whole entrepreneurial journey out, um, even though I know a lot, right, but applying and knowing are two different things. But I was so excited. And within hours of the opportunity, I had to say no thank you. And my no thank you sound different than what I just said, It right? It was more of a no, thank you, thank you, but no, right? And I had to wrestle in that moment with the idea of this experience being a loss or it being a way for me to understand who I am better and what it is that I am willing and not willing to do, right? And as I rest with that, I had to realize it was not a loss, right? Now, the person... Yes, that was a loss for them. Like me moving forward, me moving on was most definitely a loss. And I I wrestled with that too. I was like, wow, do I really want this person to experience loss because I have to move on? And I was like, well, what came after the because was more important than the idea of having for someone else or having someone else, excuse me, to figure it out, Right. Because I needed to move on, right? I had to make the best decision for myself. But in that moment, I had to analyze, honestly, everything. And like, I had to really look at the situation, y'all. I'm stumbling right now because I'm trying to be very careful. But I had to remember that saying no is not the same thing as experiencing a loss. And you have to be very mindful about what you say yes and no to, right? And sometimes your no, thank you, can result in someone else experiencing a loss. But if the loss that someone else is going to experience is because you're saying yes to yourself, then that's okay. You know, there's two signs, two sides to every coin. And sometimes you have to set yourself up to win, right? Um, so that'll be my, my final point. Set yourself up to win period like if you're not setting yourself up for success whatever that looks like then you're planning to fail right and I know that sounds like ah dang because I'm over here talking about not focusing on loss blah 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 right but I do think that is important to say 
set yourself up to win. And that doesn't mean that you won't experience hard times or whatever the case may be, difficulty, uncertainty. But it does mean that you'll be better positioned to experience what you've planned for. So I'm thinking about my mic drop moment. And this is relative, right? But what I will say to you is think about loss as an opportunity to leverage. There are so many of us who've had the experience of doing more with less. And I think that loss presents that opportunity. Not that you have to struggle. Not that, you know, you have to, oh, maybe you do have to do something out of the ordinary, right? But whatever that thing is that is no longer there, use whatever might you have to leverage, right? And do more with less. So many of us have had to do that. And I know this can sound like unconventional advice because I don't know what it is that you may have lost, right? But the reality is is that you will have to do something without whatever it is that you lost. And if you can find a way to at least do, right, at minimum, but do more with less, I think that somewhere along the way you'll fill whatever void might be there. You know, I'm so grateful for your time, your attention, your commitment, and all of your support. I, I'm grateful. I said it before, but I'm so serious. You know, it's one thing to just be talking, to just talk, but to actually be building community is one of the things that, you know, it's honestly one of my missions in life, right? To be building community through storytelling. But look, if you want to stay connected with the Get My Life Tour, be sure to subscribe, to download, to follow the Get My Life Tour on every social media platform with the exception of Twitter because it's too long. So it's at Get My Life Tour. And then if you'd like to stay up to date with what I'm doing, you know, as a storyteller in the community, whatever the case may be, be sure to connect with me on all social platforms with the exception of my personal Facebook account (laughs) at Lydia C. Blanco. And, you know, be sure to stay tuned. Newsletter is coming soon. TheGetMyLifeTour.com. We will be launching merchandise very soon. And as always, like, y'all, y'all are the best. You really are. Look, I look forward to staying connected with you. Let me know what you think about this stop on the tour. Um, feel free to email me at joinme at thegetmylifetour.com. I can't thank you enough for showing up and for listening and tuning in with your heart. It has been real. Until the next stop on the Get My Life Tour, peace.